Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. Today I was doing some internet research and I came across a website that is pretty cool. I didn't just look at a little bit of the website, I looked at the entire thing. Because something called BeforeIDieProject.com, of course, is going to bring me in. And I'm glad I did. A woman named Candy Chang started this in New Orleans. She had lost a dear friend and was really feeling lost in her grief. She found an abandoned house and the rest is history. What she described in the advent of this wall is nothing short of tremendous. There are now over 5,000 before I die walls in 75 countries in 35 different languages. What an impact this one act has had on the world. We talk about death and dying here, and the idea is for us to get comfortable with it. That doesn't mean you can listen to a few podcasts, or a dozen, or 20, whatever that might be, and suddenly be comfortable with talking about it. However, with this wall, I think the way she described it, candy that is, is that it was a window into what other people were thinking. What she did was developed a stencil that says, before I die, with a blank. She set up the wall with chalk paint and then put some chalk out there. She said it was an experiment that she didn't know what to expect, but since she hadn't really spent a lot of money, she figured if it didn't work out, it wasn't a huge loss. She said by the next day, the wall was entirely filled, and it just kept going. And some of the messages were, sing for millions, abandon all securities, eat as many carbs as I want. I looked through some of the walls. One of them said, be published, which I thought was ironic because that little piece of statement is now on the internet for all to see. What Candy decided was that this wall became an honest mess of longing and fear, insecurity, gratitude, humor, pain, and the grace that you might find and maybe hope to find in every community. When she saw by looking at this wall filled overnight was that she wasn't alone in trying to make sense of her life. And then she felt like that it was actually an icebreaker for the meaningful conversations that are so important, but also so very difficult to have. She felt that it could also be a conversation about emotional health, because as Candy described, on the wall is a private corner in public, but your psyche is being reflected on there in someone else's handwriting, it made her feel, and can make other people feel, that they're not alone, they can see themselves in someone else's writing. I think sometimes when people are in heavy, deep grief, they might feel they're the only ones that are hurting so much, or for so long. But as the wall has shown us, that's not the case. You are not alone in your grief and the heaviness, the loneliness, all the emotions you're feeling. 
Pretty soon, Candy received hundreds of messages from people all over the world asking how to make a wall for their community. So she put together a guide and now we have the 5,000 before I die walls in those 75 countries in over 35 languages. Candy has described this as one of the greatest experiences of her life to see a small experiment become a global project. She has been continuously inspired and even for the few minutes I spent on there, I was inspired. I wanted to see what everyone had written. Candy says, We want to see our loved ones thrive. We want to be at peace with ourselves. And by looking at the wall, you can read those many stories. And now there's a Before I Die book. The last thing that Candy said was, If we continue to question what our public spaces can be, our built environment can offer profound moments of communion and kinship. Imagine that, communion and kinship with people across the globe. That is quite a huge result from a small experiment. This book was published in 2014, so I'm sure you can look it up and find it if you want to purchase the book yourself. Otherwise, you can look up her BeforeIDieProject.com website and take a glimpse into every single country that is represented here. It's pretty impressive. I was tremendously impressed and touched. There's even a photo of children near the wall. And while one of them was a toddler, the other, with a piece of chalk in her hand, is in my memory. I won't soon lose that picture in my head. I hope you'll check out the BeforeIDieProject.com. I'm glad you came today, and maybe you can think of someone that you'd like to talk to before you die, or think of something you'd like to do before you die. Write it down. It may not be on the side of a house. It can be a postcard, a 3 by 5 card, on your bathroom mirror, on the refrigerator, on your dashboard, in your wallet, wherever you feel inspired. And you come across that piece of paper, you can think, what is it I want before I die? Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. You can go to my website for more articles, little news pieces, or a transcript of this podcast. The website is whilewe'restillhere.com. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can send me an email too. Thanks again, and until next time, take care.